Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the G Show. This is the week two recap. I like to do them on Thursdays because, you know, it just, um, I think it should be done right before this next week. And it's a Thursday, so I'm really looking forward to this. Um, but week two is interesting. It started off great Thursday night. Cleveland, um, they have fans, so that was interesting. Some states do, some states don't. Still figure that out, I guess. And it was um, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Battle of Ohio. And gotta be honest, Joe Burrow again looks really good. He threw 60. He threw a lot of passes. He threw 60 of them. He completed over half. Threw for 300 some yards. A lot to, three touchdowns, no picks. Which is a really good stat line to have. And... You know, I just think that Joe Burrow's it. I think he has the stuff. I think he has the stuff to become a great quarterback. And I just think that what he did at LSU is just another, um, you know, another level of what we could be at the next, uh, at this league. I think he could be that dominant in what he was in college at the NFL level. He proved it. You know, no one thought the Bengals were going to put up 30 against the Browns. But they did it, and you know what? To be honest, I was impressed with Cincinnati. Didn't win, but you know, kept fighting. You know, and Baker didn't look great in the game. You know, but you know what? He was fighting OBJ. The run game was solid for Cleveland. Got Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb going, so those two looked good. It was just an all-in-all good game, good battle of the Ohio, and I just gotta get like I said one more time. The Cincinnati's offense looked amazing. Cincinnati's defense sucks. Tell you Bengals fans, sorry, they do. They suck. Their defense is a tragedy, but they'll fix that. And they have some guys injured too, so there's that too. But all I'm saying is Cincinnati, you know, I got to give you credit. Your offense looks good, and you almost beat the Browns. And everyone's giving this praise to the Browns for no reason, and they have shown nothing but inconsistency and disappointment so far in this season in my eyes, but you know, good game. And I was very excited. Uh, so yeah, that's the Thursday night game, the kickoff and then Sunday. Now I like you guys know, if you've listened before, my dad's an Eagles fan. So one o'clock comes around Steelers are on Eagles are on. So I'm watching both games. First, we'll go over the Eagles. Now the Eagles were, Underwhelming, to say the least. I mean, first of all, Carson Wentz looks awful. He's not hitting his receivers. He's missing easy throws that he'd normally make. I don't know what's going on with Carson Wentz. So, there's that. Offensive line issues, another problem for Philly. They're not healthy, and it's clearly showing up. Their run game wasn't, you know, doing anything. Aaron Donald was having himself a day. Causing problems for the Eagles, you know they did a double team them. It was it was a whole fiasco there in the offensive line, and then the wide receiver core. We got Jalen Rieger, a rookie. Now he's from Texas Christian TCU, one of my favorite college football teams, top two, and he can't run a route in the league. Can't seem to run a good route. He can run a post. He can run straight. Can't seem to run a good route, and Carson Wentz can't seem to find him. He's a speedster. I don't see why you don't just let him run straight and be a deep threat. He did well in the first week against Washington in that. 
Can't seem to find him. Another problem. Eagles couldn't seem to find find Deshaun Jackson literally to the second half of the game. Now, that's a problem because, you know, he's supposed to be this big star wide receiver for you, and you're not finding him until the second half. I mean, that's terrible. And the tight ends weren't even really going either, and those are, it's arguably the best tandem in the league in Goddard and Ertz. So the offense was a disaster, to say the least, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the Rams, offensively, were great. You know, they don't have Todd Gurley, but they have some solid running back options with Malcolm Brown. Cam Akers looks good. And honestly, they did well against the Eagles' defense. They couldn't seem to stop it. But Robert Woods and Cooper Cup were destroying this Eagles' secondary. And you could tell the Eagles were missing Malcolm Jenkins more than ever. It was quite clear. Malcolm Jenkins would have been disrupting um, little slants and stuff that Cooper Cup and Robert Woods were running. He would have disrupted, had him covered, one of these big these big gains that uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup were getting. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, Robert Woods would throw a little, get a little five-yard slant, and he'd run it for 30 yards. Like, easy completions for Jared Goff. And Jared Goff had no problem distributing the rock. I mean, he got it to Cup. He got it to Robert Woods a lot. He got it to Van Jefferson. He had no problem. Like, the Rams' offense was just running over the Eagles' defense. So, get props to the Rams. You know, they're back in it. Competitive football again. 2-0. and Go Rams. My Rams fan, but go Rams. Let this, let's see what they can do this year. I mean, it'd be curious. So, that game was a mess. I think it was what thirty-seven or thirty-nine to nineteen, something like that. It was, it was a disaster. And then the Steelers. Now I got to be honest, I'm not very particularly happy with the Steelers' performance. They got the win, yes, but it was kind of like sloppy football. The Steelers' offense, number one, like they just couldn't seem to get into a flow. They were making dumb mistakes, you know, turnovers, not like picks. They threw bet through one, but. Like fumble, like fumbling the ball on a handoff exchange, stuff like that. It was annoying. And we had a punt. And the Denver Broncos aren't that good of a team. But Chase Claypool, 84 yard touchdown. That was something exciting to see. Glad to see he's going early. You know, their run game isn't really good. James Conner, Benny Snell couldn't seem to get the job done. So we're going to see what happens there. In the coming weeks, to see what the running game looks like. Nothing great. The offensive line stepped up big, though. Uh, sorry for pronouncing these names. Chuckafor. I don't know how to say his first name, but second-year guy. And then we had Kevin Dotson, who's a rookie, both on the right side. Played great. I mean, looked like day one starters. No problem. So very impressed with the right side of the line. They did their job, so. Very happy about that. But then on defensively, the Steelers uh, the Steelers had a little bit of issues. You know, they couldn't stop the run. The run was killing the Steelers, gashing them. But Coral and Sutton was having a good day, too. But other than that, the Steelers were getting a lot of sacks on a bad Denver offensive line. And that's what you expect from the Steelers. Steelers have a very good defense. They're going to get a lot of sacks. And 
you know, Steelers defense is going to have to help win some games for the uh, Steelers because the offense may not always get it done, but Juju looked good and, you know, it was a good win, but sloppy at some times, but got the job done 2-0. and Coming into week three, gets the Texans at 1 o'clock. So very excited from, uh, to see what the Steelers do this week and hopefully they continue this winning streak they're going on. And um, the Sunday night game. That was uh, Seattle and New England. Now, i got to give preps again to Cam Newton. Now, I never had a doubt in my mind that Cam Newton couldn't get the job done. It's Cam Newton. I mean, this guy has been consistent in the league. He's played good football. I mean, it's not really his fault that the Panthers were sluggish. And, you know, they didn't really give him a good wide receiver to throw to. I mean, they had Calvin Benjamin for a while. He's gone. Then you get DJ Moore, good. But other than that, nothing. Greg Olson's gone. So it's like, what are you giving him? Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey can't catch every ball for you. So, the you know, the Carolina offense was terrible, and they blamed it on Cam Newton, I feel like, which he didn't deserve. But anyway, so Cam Newton, um, yeah, so Cam Newton to New England now. Looks good. New, uh, I mean, New England doesn't have a lot of players because they opted out, but... You know, they still put up a good game. They lost 35-30. to But, you know, I was impressed. You know, Cam Newton brings something that Tom Brady couldn't, the run. You know, Cam Newton's not afraid to take off, run over a few guys, get a touchdown, which he did. So, you know, I'm very impressed with New England. Um, they may be one-on-one, but they still did their thing. And New England's defense still looks good. Gilmore, Stephen Gilmore, is an amazing corner, so... There's a lot of things to look forward in this New England team, and don't be surprised if they're not, I mean, if they are in the playoffs. And then Russell Wilson, um, you know, he, you know, MVP candidate for sure, looks amazing. Chris Carson looks great. DJ DK is going to catch the ball. You know, he's huge, ripped. And, you know, Seattle looks good. They won, close game, but at the end of the day, Seattle looks great. Uh, don't be surprised if, you know, they're going to be deep in the playoff run this year for sure. And that Seattle is very consistent since 2012. They've been very consistent. So, uh, just look for Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks to make another deep run this year. Very excited to see what they can do. Uh, defense isn't the Legion of Boom like it used to be, but still a very good defense. And Pete Carroll knows how to coach a football team. And that's for sure. And definitely proved that multiple times and I, i'm sorry going out of order here at the time went to sunday night but that just came to my head right away but um i have to give props to the wrong uh young rookie justin herbert made his debut this uh past week i guess i guess the kansas city chiefs which is not a easy ask but um but before i go in the game tyra taylor had his lung punctured by the doctor or something i don't know Something weird like that, but he's good now, and I think he's going to be starting this week for the Chargers. But anyway, I don't understand why he, they would start him. Justin Herbert looked great. He looked poised. You know, he's not a he's not a Lamar Jackson, but he can run if he needs to. He was throwing accurate passes. He did. He threw a stupid throw that was picked off, but that was because it was a dumb throw, and it was a rookie throw. You know how rookies throw those passes, and you're like. What the hell were you thinking? That was what he was doing. That throw was what that... T- I think you know what I'm talking about when he threw that. But anyway. You no, know, he was hitting Keenan Allen. 
You know, it's his hitting guy. It's just very accurate. And he looked poised. He looks he looks like a future star. Not Joe Burrow level, but definitely right. I would say he's going to be the second best quarterback in this class. I mean, we haven't seen Tua yet. I don't know when we're going to see Tua, but Justin Herbert looks great. He looked great. And we went to overtime, which, by the way, the Chargers, no one expected the Chargers to go to overtime with the Chiefs. Let's just be honest here. So for the fact that, you know, he took his team and they went to overtime against the Chiefs was pretty remarkable. And, you know, he might have, you know, blown in overtime. Eh, he didn't blow it necessarily. He threw a he the uh, he threw a route he threw all the key and out and he was like two yards short and then you know Harrison Buckner Harrison Buckner and he kicked a fifty eight yard field goal and they won the Chiefs won but anyway just want to give props to Justin Herbert he looks great uh, I don't see why he wouldn't be starting this week but again Tyra Taylor is apparently starting which I don't get not like Tyra Taylor is going to groom a quarterback I mean come on it's Tyra Taylor but anyway so Justin Herbert got to give props out to him. For me, I just like looking at the, uh, you know, like the top five rookies. I like looking what they do. Uh, so following Chase Young, start, he's great, doing well. Uh, I mean, Andrew Thomas, he's, he looks fine in New York. I mean, what are you going to fall an offensive lineman and see if he gets like a pancake block or something? Like, come on, like you're not going to really follow that. So, you know, just, just things to look out for. And Justin Herbert looks great. And then the Monday night game. Uh, that that was interesting. New stadium, Vegas. Looks nice. Looks like the Death Star in the back. It's crazy. I'll have to put a, put a picture up on my Instagram. Um, this just looks great. It's like black, all matte black, and then like white outlining. It's crazy. It's crazy expensive, I'm sure, but looks amazing. Uh, Vegas you know, Raiders have a new home. Definitely better, way better than what they were playing in, in Los Angeles. So congratulations to the Raiders for a new home. And they're playing the Saints, which is a tough team. But they did their thing, the Raiders. They look good. Derek Carr looked good. I I'm I was watching the game. Now I don't watch all of it. I'd be lying if I said I did. But he in the first half when I watched, I, I watched the halftime. What I saw. Josh Jacobs is a monster. I mean, he was he's a he he's a physical monster. He he he's a dominant running back. They found a steal in the first round and he looked great. And he's a major part of that offense, for sure. No doubt in my mind. He's probably 60% of that offense. It's through Josh Jacobs, they run the ball a lot. And I don't blame him. Definitely don't blame him. He looks really good. But then other than that, Darren Waller. Now, if is, I'm sure he's picked up in your fantasy league, but if he wasn't, I'd pick him up because he's amazing. Derek Carr loves to find him. He's a great route runner. And he was hurt in the Saints defense pretty bad. But I was, uh, you know, those linebackers were having a hard time covering Darren Waller. So that's the main, that's the one-two punch in uh, Las Vegas. But this Henry Ruggs kid intrigues me because he's super fast, and he's quick, and he has good hands. And when he gets open and Derek Carr can find him, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty spectacular to see. So, you know, the Vegas offense looks pretty good. I got to be honest. Not the best, but they're definitely my top 10 to 13 range. They have a very good offense. And, I, you know, I like what Derek Carr is doing finally. I think the coaching staff there in Vegas is great. The defense could be improved. And I think they will address that in the draft. 
I mean, Clan Farrell out of Clemson, he hasn't really produced yet. And I mean, they got Maurice Hurst and, um, oh, what's his face? I'm sorry, I can't remember the other guy. But if, if you're a Vegas fan, you'll know what I mean. Uh, like Max Crosby, that's the name. Ten sacks. You know, they have a pretty good defensive line, but other than that, their linebacker core is subpar. And the quarterbacks are okay, but once they improve that defense, Vegas will be a serious contender. Not now, but in a few years, I think they will. And the offense is what's going to carry that team for sure. But Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, very good tandem there in Vegas. And Vegas took down New Orleans, so that should tell you something. So anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in into this episode of the G Show. I hope you guys are telling friends and family. I really would appreciate it. We've got four listeners. Um, the first episode, and I'm kind of surprised you even got, excuse me, even got it that much. So I appreciate you four, and uh, well, hope I get more than four this week. So anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the G Show. I'm your host, Garrett, and until next time, peace.